Good evening, this is Quintus Curtius. Welcome back to the podcast. And in this podcast, I'm going to be talking a little bit about mentorships. Or I should say, uh, answering a question that I received about mentorships from a reader who sent me an email a couple weeks ago. And I'll read a little bit of his email, then we'll go into a discussion of his issue here. He says, um, without revealing too much of his personal details, he says, uh, you know, you made a couple of podcasts some time ago addressing the topic of mentoring. I I agree with much of what you commented on. It is difficult for young men to find mentors today, especially once they get out of high school and become adults. I was fortunate to have developed one of those quote, classical mentor relationships when I was in my 20s. My mentor was 40 years senior to me. The mentoring didn't emerge through a professional, academic, or religious context, but rather emerged over time as a deep friendship and revolved around mutual respect and a shared interest in great literature, ideas, learning, and experiencing. It wasn't intentional, formal, or even perceived by us as a mental relationship. It just happened, but I think there were things that increased its likelihood. If you're interested, I'd be happy to share more on how it came about. It's had a profound influence on me for decades now, and I would like to see other peri- I would like to see other people experience something like that relationship uh, also. And he talks about how, how he's a little bit older and what part of the country he lives in. He's got, uh, he's married, he has kids. And he would like to bring about mentoring uh, someone sort of locally, face-to-face. He says, how would I bring that about? Uh, I mean, mentor in the broad classical sense, such as experienced, not just career or financial advice or networking. Those have a place, but in my experience, not as large as spawning the willing development of a whole person mind, and character. I wanted to ask if you thought about it too from this perspective and if you had any ideas or experience you could share that would promote it. All right, so this is the question. This is his question. And, you know, he. I think from reading this email, from the comment, I think he, he essentially answers his own question right within the email but maybe he's not really aware of it. What he's asking me is, how do I go about finding someone to mentor? How do I go about finding that? I want to, I have, I think he, I think I get the sense from reading the email that he feels like he has all this knowledge and he wants to impart it to someone, but he doesn't really know how to do it or how to go about doing that. Or basically, I think, how to go about attracting the person uh, the mentee, if that is a word, mentor-mentee, uh, to, to do that. But you notice that right within his email, he kind of gives us a clue as to what he should be thinking about. He says in the first part of his email that it was never something that was deliberately planned. It was something that just arose over time, something that just happened over time. And they never gave it a formal name or identification. It was something that just developed. He says that right in the email, and I read that earlier when I was reading his email. And so what does that tell us? I think, well, I think what it tells us is that the most sincere and the most enduring mentor-mentee relationships are those that do not really arise 
from specific planning. Because when you try to plan something out specifically like that, it doesn't really work out. Because the relationship of a mentor and a mentee, if that is such a word, I hope it is, I think it has to be based on friendship and and mutual respect first. Or at least the idea that each individual fills a need that exists in the other. I don't think you can really plan it out. I mean, I think you can within the context of a of a structured relationship, say with a, a school or a financial or professional relationship. But those are those are uh, relationships imposed by outside rules. I think an enduring true mentor mentee relationship is pretty rare in today's world, uh, for better or for worse, mostly for worse, I should say. But I don't think you can plan them out. No, I think you can put yourself in situations where it, it, it's it, it's more likely. And this this book that I'm reading on and off now, uh, the life of um, the life of uh, Samuel Johnson, written by James Boswell, a very very famous biography of a very famous literary figure, Samuel Johnson. And Boswell was a younger man. He was, I think, uh, twenty or more years younger than Johnson was. And he always admired him as a writer, and he specifically set out to meet him. And he just happened to meet him one day at a, you know, with either a bookstore or a small library. And the two of them just hit it off, and they struck up a friendship, and they became essentially just sort of confidants and friends for many, many years. Now, you could say that the younger man, Boswell, uh, intended it that way, or, or he deliberately sought out the older man, and that's true. But there had to be a willingness by both of them to undertake this relationship. I think the younger, the younger man generally seeks out the older. That seems to be the the pattern. Now, there's a story also that I remember, and I can't remember who it's about, but it's a uh, a story from Renaissance Italy. And uh, the story goes, there was a a young, a famous young scholar uh, sort of idling around one of the public fountains, I think, in in Florence. And an older man, an older scholar came by and and, um, the older man confronted the youth and he says, what what do you want to do with your life? And the youth said, "Uh, I want to have a good time. I want to have fun. I want to party. Sort of uh, refreshing honesty on the youth. And the older man said, okay, fine, but what are you going to do after that? What are you going to do once you get tired of that? And the youth didn't really have an answer. And the older man said, well, follow me. And he then sort of put himself under the older man's tutelage or, uh, I guess, apprenticeship or what have you. Now, the story may be spurious. It may it may be an exaggeration, but I think... I think a lot there are many examples of that really where you have maybe a chance encounter that escalates into something meaningful, something enduring. But, you know, if you're an older man, I really don't know how much you can you can really do beyond the 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 basics. I think I think in many ways this is one of those relationships that you can it's like, you know, you can you can put your fish hook in the water and you can bait it. But I just don't know how much you can really actively go about pursuing other people because it, it, it looks desperate, I think. And, and I think that uh, if, you, 
if you give off that kind of um, that kind of aura, that kind of appearance, it's not going to be well received. Not going to be well received. So, um, if you're asking me for my advice, I think really the only things you can do is number one, be as as uh, number one. I think you have to set a good example. As an older man, you have to set a good example. Number one, set a good example. And you do that by how you live, how you talk, how you act, how you conduct yourself. Because young people are smart. They're very observant. They will observe and they will see how you behave. And they will judge you not just on what you say, but more on what you do and how you conduct yourself. Okay, so you can't, you can't bullshit younger people. Okay, you, you just can't. I mean, I, I think a lot of guys think they can, and maybe they can to a certain extent, but eventually people figure out what's going on. Number two, I think you can put yourself in situations where you might encounter uh, mentees or possible mentees, and maybe you can, um, I don't know, uh, you know, uh, you know, go to places or, uh, you know, join activities or clubs where you might encounter people with similar interests or um, you know seek out ways to contribute to the community that you're in and in so doing you may run across people who do value your advice and your opinion that's one way to do it or offer to share knowledge you know offer to teach a class offer to give lectures offer to instruct in some ways become a coach become a a lecturer if you nearly every, nearly every person has some subject that they are proficient in or that they know something about and that they can teach another and that can be a good way to do it you know it doesn't have to be a uh, academic subject it can be a hobby it can be a a, a sport an activity whatever it doesn't matter Okay, so again, what I like to do when I get these emails, I always like to read between the lines because very often what people say they're asking about is not actually the question they are really asking about. And I'm very good at, pierce, at peeling away the veil to see what really is being asked. Now, in this gentleman's email, he starts out by talking effusively of the great experience that he had when he was growing up with this mentor. And I think he really would like to see what it's like to be on the other side of the coin. And I think he would really like to now maybe return the favor somehow to the universe by imparting his knowledge to a younger person. But I think he feels somewhat stymied and frustrated by the fact that it's not happening or it's, it's not happening as quickly or as promptly or as, or as controllably as he would like. But unfortunately, that's just the answer. And he himself acknowledged that in the first part of his email when he said that it was never anything planned. When he found his mentor, it was never anything planned. It was something that just grew. So that's my advice to you, man. As it happened to you, so you should let it happen to someone else. Put yourself in a situation where you're approachable, where you are receptive to new people, where you are uh, out there, and the moths will come to you, just like the moths that's, that sort of buzz about uh, a, a, um, a light bulb at night. People will find you. If they sense that you are 
of a good heart, of a good soul, and you are knowledgeable and you are uh, someone that they can relate to, they will find you. I think the real challenge is being there, being receptive when you see them, you know, because there have been so many times, I, I think, that we can all say when we've we've tried to approach older people and they, they just gave us the cold shoulder or they were just not interested or whatever, or they, they were too self-absorbed to really uh, put themselves out there. And that I, that I think really explains why there are so few there are, there are so few mentors out there for young people today because nobody wants to put themselves out nobody wants to do anything it's part of this culture that we have now where it's all about me it's all about me and um, you know I'm, I mean you know, there's also another side to the coin where a lot of older people feel I and rightly so I think they they don't feel valued they don't feel like their opinion is valued or listened to or respected because I think in many ways our society now uh, uh, respects age a lot less than it used to so there's blame to go around everywhere but you know what blame doesn't get you anywhere we can sit around and blame each other all we want and nothing is going to get done so enough with the blame game you know it's not going to get you anywhere what you've got to do is try to make use of the time that you have now to build productive, useful, and beneficial relationships with people so that they can benefit in their lives and that you can also find a sense of satisfaction uh, by doing that. All right, so that will that will wrap up this topic here about mentorships, a short podcast, but like I always said, you know, you hit it and move on, hit it and move on. I don't need to spend an hour here on the microphone repeating myself. You get the idea. So go forth and do likewise. All right, that'll be all for today. I'm Quintus Curtius. Good night.